We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. Welcome to another edition of Into the Winklerverse, in which today just want to give some thoughts on the Packers firing Joe Barry and then the Bucks and how things are shaking out with this whole Doc Rivers thing. The Doc Rivers portion of the uh, program will come a little bit later um, with better audio, I think. I'll record that one in the studio. And then this one I'm recording uh, in the middle of the day on Wednesday, talking about the firing of Joe Barry and the Packers have also fired their strength and conditioning coordinator, which will make any sports radio caller to WSSP from the years that I was there, 2014 to 2022, very happy. We feel a lot of calls about people wanting to fire the strength and conditioning coordinator. Um, and I don't know that we know exactly what all goes into being a strength and conditioning coordinator. But I think the Christian Watson injury alone, it's like, what gives? Uh, this guy is all, it's always the hamstring. Um, there's been so many like weird injuries like that where do we just need a guy to come in and like just help them stretch better? Are they not stretching? Stretching's good for you prior to working out, right? I've, you know, it's like you, I used to be a long distance runner, believe it or not. And then I'd read these articles like stretching's very important prior. And then I read an article where it's like, don't stretch, stretch after. Then I read another article where you're supposed to stretch a lot and after. Then I read another article where you're just never supposed to stretch. And I don't understand how that happens. It's the same thing with like eggs. Eggs are bad for you. Eggs are really good for you. Milk is really bad for you. Milk is really good for you. Um, alcohol prevents a heart attack. Alcohol causes liver disease. Well, I think the wine part of that. I still don't know. I don't know. I don't know any of whatever. So Packers fired Joe Barry. Um, I don't think it was a surprise. I think that giving up that touchdown on that last drive was kind of the nail in the coffin. Um, not that I don't know that he would have been, they gotten any further. I mean, you win a Super Bowl. That's different. You get to the NFC championship game. I, I just think that the Packers realize like, I think they realize what we realize and they brought in a kicker today, um, you know, maybe a week too late, but I think they realize what we, what we realize is that now there are expectations. Now there are going to be expectations. Last year was fun, but now there's expectations. And I like Matt LaFleur's message of just because we got to this point doesn't mean we're going to get back to this point. You got to come in here the next time I see you and you got to be better. What are you going to do to be better? 
And there's a lot of praise about Jordan Love. You know, Steve Young said some very nice things that he could be one of these top guys. So he needs to not take that uh, to his head and he needs to get better. I think the Packers, they have to keep Aaron Jones on this team. He is so vital to them. We saw that they have to keep him on this team. I'd be very disappointed if he was gone. I don't think you need another receiver. Uh, as long as Christian Watson's healthy with, with his new strength and conditioning coordinator, I think you've got a pretty good group of receivers. Uh, if there's a way to bring in like a veteran, like a Mike Evans, who I floated around a few times, that would cost you way too much money. So probably not, but uh, otherwise I wouldn't like really entertain it. It needs to be like a Mike Evans level, not like a uh, 2023 Odell kind of guy, uh, as we've wanted him for so many years. Tight ends, tight ends seem fine. Tight ends seem fine. Offensive line. Uh, I think they got to figure out what's going on with Bakhtiari. Zach Tom is a guy that we didn't talk about much this year, but him leaving that game was huge. Defensively, I think they're set up pretty good. You just got to get a guy to come and put in the right puzzle pieces. It's like Joe Barry had a puzzle that he was putting together the pieces and it looked like they fit. You know how some puzzle pieces, it's like you get a 500 piece puzzle. It's just the same cutout hundred times, five different squares. It's like, yeah, it looks like it. I mean, it, it connects, but it wasn't the true intention. And I don't know that they've ever gotten the true intention of this defense. So they need to do that. Uh, hopefully we see some improvement there and I don't know who they're going to hire. I don't know if it's going to be like a crusty old man or a young dude or everyone wants it to be Jim Leonard or whoever it's going to be. But I hope that uh, Matt LaFleur, you know, doesn't, like they, you know, I want to say take your time, but there's a lot of guys getting hired right away. I think Vic lost a job, got a job uh, right away. It seems like so. I don't know what you want to do, but you need to get a guy who basically, like basically, they need to get a guy who in the interview comes in and says, "I'm just going to do the opposite of last year," and then I would hire that guy on the spot. So we'll see how much of the staff they keep. We'll see how much of the you know, Joe Barry holdovers or however long these guys have been there. Um, we'll see how much they keep, but that's going to be an important change. And I think that, you know, everything worked out pretty fine. Maybe we didn't get a high enough draft pick as some wanted, but they had a playoff run and they fired their defensive coordinator. I think a few weeks ago, we would have all signed up for that very quickly. And I would have signed up, you know, I would have signed up for this. If I know, six weeks ago that they're going to go into Dallas and win. But then you're going to tell me, all right, there's going to be another playoff game that you can stack up to the heartbreak. I would have taken it. I think these guys learned a valuable lesson in this experience. They have, they have an extra year of playoff experience that they did not look like they were going to get. I think that is invaluable. And you're going to get people to predict them to go to the Super Bowl. I already saw a prediction on ESPN.com today that said they might go to the Super Bowl. Or that they're the prediction. Now it's kind of like a bold prediction thing, but this was the, I mean, this is already where it's going. So I I, I think that they are, uh, you know, they're somebody that's going to get good odds to go. They're good. There's somebody that's going to get, um, you know, Jordan Love's going to get MVP odds early. There's going to be a lot of attention. So that's why I was so focused Saturday night. And, you know, I, I wish I would have just been quiet, but that's what I was so focused on trying to just get everybody to say, let's just not, freak out and I know it was a Saturday and we lost another game that we were winning and it was very familiar Saturday night Niners I mean how many times how many times I just wanted to enjoy for once in my Packer life which this is selfish and entitled but I wanted to enjoy one time of not 
having the weight of a playoff loss crush me for multiple days. I want to have that happen. I, uh, I, I've, you know, I've been crushed by a lot of these teams. A lot of us have, I don't know that I fully processed like the last time we lost to the Niners or the Buccaneers lost uh loss at, at Lambeau, these games at Lambeau that we're losing. This was a team that we had no expectations of more than anything. I just wanted to enjoy the ride. I felt like people were trying to rank it in terms of, you know, harrowing experiences right away. And I just did not want to go down that road. And I, I mean, I get it. I mean, I, maybe I'm being denial. Maybe I'm just trying not to pretend like it happened, but I just wanted for once, I just wanted one opportunity where I didn't feel the way that I felt like in 2014. Um, I'll play an old piece of audio here. This was, I was doing the big show back in 2014. And this is after the Packers lost in the NFC championship game. And I hadn't been on the, I was a part-time guy. So I didn't come in until Wednesday. And this is like a minute, but it was my first crack at the sports mic. Since the 2014 NFC championship game, I was producing on the big show on uh, 1250. Day three. How you feeling? Bart Winkler, big Packers fan on the other side of the glass, just distraught and dejected when I walked into these studios today. How you feeling, Bart? Outside of a death, this is the worst thing's ever happened. <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. I, on Sunday night, and, to, and yesterday, and today, and, and the day before that, oh, was it uh, Bostick's fault or McCarthy? I haven't even gotten to that point yet. I'm at, why do I like sports as much as I do? <laughs> why, why do... What happened this year for me? I get all pumped up. Badgers Final Four looks like we're going to the title game. No. Brewers, we're talking about, we're talking about, uh, is this staff good enough to win a World Series? They don't make it. The LSU game, okay, uh, for the Badgers. This, this Seattle game, which I was running up and down, panting all through my house. I still haven't seen the (laughs) two-point conversion, and I never hope to. They would, they replay the game on NFL Network last night. And I turned it on uh-huh. immediately. I'm like, no, no. And then it was, in a, it was in a commercial. Thank God. So I turned off my remote and I threw it against the wall. Shut up. I'm not kidding. My neighbor said he took his batteries out of his yeah. remote so he wouldn't turn the TV on. I've never felt this way. And I'm going to make sure that I never feel this way again. I, I'm not going to get into this team this hard until they get back to the title. So you're over it, basically, is what you're saying. So I don't know. Is that true? Have I have I not gotten into this team this hard? I mean, I think I have. Uh, they made a couple of title games since then. Um, but yeah, I've still never seen that two-point conversion. I have never seen it. Uh, I've never seen a video of it. I've never seen the replay of it. Russell Wilson, did he throw it? I don't even know to who. Who was on the team then? Golden Tate? I don't know. i never seen it. Um, where he like, I think he ran around a bunch and then threw it over. I'd never seen it. I, I won't ever see it. That was like 10 years ago, man. That was a long time ago. And I think a lot of us did change that day. And so since then, we've had, you know, oh, there was a game in Arizona. There was the Atlanta game we we're never going to win. And then we lost to the Niners a few times in Tampa Bay. And I just wanted a year where, while we lost, I just wanted a year where we can be optimistic about the future. And I think they are. But this is the thing now. You know, this is, this is, this goes to remember when Giannis was talking about failure 
He was talking about, I don't look at it as failure. It's a part of a, a journey. This is where that quote applies. If they eventually make a championship game and a Super Bowl, this is where that quote applies. You learn in the failure. This is where the quote applies. Giannis, they already won. And there's expectations to keep winning. Um, and so I don't, I don't, I didn't like that quote from him at that time. I thought it was at the wrong time because you just lost to the heat, man. Uh, I didn't, I didn't like it at that time. So I appreciate people that want to compare it to all the other playoff games. I don't, I was in my room or in the living room. I did think when Aaron Jones ran that we would eventually score and win. Uh, I was getting very happy about that. And then they lost. I still thought we would stop him on defense and then we didn't. I still thought Jordan Love would lead a field goal drive at least. And I think that that's what, that's what bothers me. That, that, that's from love. And it was so eerie to Favre with the Vikings against the saints, but that was unlike anything he had, had, had thrown all year. He didn't throw a pass like that all season. And it's the worst pass that he throws two interceptions. So that was a bummer, but I think, uh, you know, there were a lot of throws that he made that were spectacular. I still think he played, uh, outplayed Brock Purdy. Um, you know, but Purdy's final drive was better than anything that love had done the whole game. So, that's where he gets the accolades for that one. A couple of voicemails here I'll play in a moment. want to remind you about our good, good buddies at Happy Place Hemp. HappyPlaceHemp.com. Promo code is BART. Thank you and thank them for their playoff deal. But we're back to normal, which is pretty damn good itself. 25% off all their products. Tinctures and gummies and uh, the lip balm and the CBD lotion if you want to rub it. If there's a part of your body that's sore. A lot of people said they have used that and it's helped. So check them out, happyplacehemp.com. If you are in the Milwaukee area, you can visit them in Muskego and talk to Chris and Rob directly. Uh, try you know what might be best for you. I've seen them in action. They are pros, pros at it. They do a great job. Uh, and if you ever have any questions about any of this stuff, relay it to me. I'll relay it to them. They're on College Court in Muskego. It's across from Maddie's in New Berlin. They're open 9 to 4, Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Or Monday and Tuesday. They're open 9 to 7, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then Saturdays from 10 to 2. So maybe a quick pivot to Tupelo Honey for brunch. Quick pivot to Happy Place Hemp. Uh, and then uh, go down to Milton and check out Carl's Place. Uh, there's a lot. No, there's a lot of great deals there. Um, there's a lot of great products there. And you can visit them in person. But if you're not, again, they will ship to you free of charge, wherever you are. HappyPlaceHemp.com, promo code BART, gets you 25% off. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I mentioned Carl's place, carlovet.com backslash Bart. Some voicemails that have come in. Um, this is good to hear. John in Franklin. 402-915-BART. That line is still good, folks. That line is still good. The Carl's Place voicemail line, 402-915-BART-2278. Just DM me and I'll let you know. Or it's in the Twitter bio at Into the Winklerverse, which I know it's confusing, but my Twitter now is Bart Winkler Show. The Winkler versus the show page thinks things like sexy porn bots to ask me to. All right. I usually don't reply. Here's John and Franklin. Good morning. This is John and Franklin. You may remember me. Uh, just a couple thoughts on the close of the 2023 season for the Packers. I'm damn proud of them. Damn proud of them. The floor stock went up after that game in Dallas. Um, the whole team stock went up. I'm actually at a point where I am no longer on the camp of demanding that our defensive coordinator goes. I have an open mind as to the path forward with the defense. I'm almost completely happy with the offense. I don't know that we need much there, sure, the fact I guess they're talking about getting rid of Runyon. Now, I don't know the uh, football rankings of these linemen, but all I know is that freaking offensive line has played extremely well, and until we lost, uh, lost our right guard during the game, and I think that did have some effect on Love, uh, you know, there's no one thing, but there's a lot of contributing factors, and this is a young team, them going down the tubes at the end here for the course but these guys are exciting the path forward is illuminated clear for the most part um the defense i, I, I think we gotta we got uh, we're gonna have to spend picks on the freaking defense defense again maybe a uh, maybe a, a, a running back that can that actually can get a third and one and a fourth and one with the halfway decent block 
um, at the kicker. This guy was doing this in high school and in college. So I don't understand, short of his brother being great and just thinking he's going to be great, I don't understand, but I hope Gutekunst is smart enough to abandon the fact that he drafted this guy in the fifth round, and you gotta you got to let him go. Let him go. Let him flourish with somebody else. I don't care who you bring in because you can't trust them, and it will cost you games, and it didn't just cost us the game, but it certainly had a dramatic effect on it. And we've been spoiled having a kicker that was automatic for, for most of his career. So it's going to be an adjustment for us. But I love our, I love our path forward, and I'm very excited. I'm all excited. It's John and Franklin. Uh, I love our path forward, too. Um, the other thing that really did trigger me after the Packers loss was that all of a sudden, like, it became a national holiday for Bears fans. Um, as bad as these playoff losses have been, I think I would much rather feel the pain of my team getting this far and losing than the joy of another team getting this far and losing. Um, not that I've never celebrated a, a loss before. I mean, I bought a 2009 Saints NFC Championship shirt and wore the hell out of that thing when Favre lost to them. But I just think, like, it's pathetic. Uh, and I, Again, I say this about the Bears. They will not be a serious contender until they focus on the Bears. You got all these people getting hired. We're going to win the NFC North, and we're going to go to the Green Bay to do it. You're out. No one that's ever said that has succeeded. You say that, you might as well fire them on the spot because they're not focused. They're not focused. If, you're, if all you're thinking about is Green Bay in Chicago, you're not focused, and you won't win. If they draft a quarterback, that's what I would ask them. I would ask them. If I'm sitting down with Caleb Williams and Drake May, I would say, Caleb, what do you think about the Green Bay Packers? And if he said, we're going to beat them every time we play them. And if I said, Drake, what do you think about the Green Bay Packers? And he said, I'm just worried about me and the Bears. That's all. I would, I would, I would draft Drake May. I would draft Tanner Mordecai if he said it. I don't care. Whoever says that, I'm drafting. Focus on the Bears. Is that a dumb way to draft a guy? Well, is it any better than what the Bears have done? All right. I got uh, Dan in Grafton. Let's listen to what Dan has to say. Hey, Bart. Dan, uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, hey, I'm wondering if you believe in that uh, the Super Bowl logo conspiracy uh, with the colors. Uh I mean, this year it's purple and red. It's got to be San Francisco and Baltimore going into the Super Bowl this year. But I don't know if you saw our uh, Super Bowl uh, 59's logo. Uh, there's green in it. Um, hoping for a, a, a Packers uh, Super Bowl run next year. I think it's, it's very possible. Um, the loss on Saturday stings. But, you know, the future is bright, as you were saying, yeah, it's okay to be disappointed and bummed out, but there's a lot of positives to take from it. Jordan Love, I mean, he's the real deal. Possibly a third straight Hall of Fame quarterback in the Packers franchise. Love to see it. Uh, yeah, I, I was wondering what your thoughts are on that uh, Super Bowl logo conspiracy. Uh, do you have any takes on that? All right. Bye. 
So three years ago, the Super Bowl logo was orange and yellow, and the Bengals and Rams made the Super Bowl. Obviously, they have colors in that scheme. Uh, now, the Broncos could have made the Super Bowl. The Vikings have yellow. They could have made the Super Bowl. The Niners could have said it was gold. They could have made the Super Bowl. So there were other teams that could have made it. The Eagles and Chiefs last year, it was more of a – well, it was green, so the Eagles have a, have a match there. The, the, the Chiefs was more purple, but there's some red in it. This year it's very purple and then a little bit of red, and it seems like it's lining up the way of, yes, the Super Bowl logo is telling you who's going to make the Super Bowl. It does, it does seem that way. Next year's colors are purple and green. So if we're going to take the Packers, then I guess we're going to play the Ravens or maybe the Vikings get in and take on um, who's green in the AFC. Is anybody green? In, oh, the Jets. Oh, my God. Maybe the Jets. I don't know, man. Uh, I think it's the most wild coincidence of all time. But the more that a coincidence becomes a coincidence, the more it seems like a conspiracy. I just, there's no way, like, there's no way. If the NFL was rigged, at what point, at what point, like, if the NFL is rigged, at what point in that game against the Niners does it get rigged? Turn on the rain, make it rain harder. All right, Jordan, sorry you've had a good year, but throw across your body. Okay, Savage, it's coming right to you, but you're going to have to drop this pick. Like, and why do these people go on with this? Why, why do these people, like, that's the thing. That the, the big thing about conspiracies are the more involved it is, the more likely someone's going to bust and tell you. The moon landing, someone would have said something. The JFK thing, how many people have been like, oh, JFK? Can't tell you, but JFK, I mean. So that, that's where I am on the conspiracy thing. I think we would all love a conspiracy. Like, we would all love for our reality to not be what it is. It would make things exciting. What, we're in a sim? Whoa. What, we're like the Truman Show? I'm the Truman? Whoa. I think we would all like that. Because our lives are boring. And that's why we try to create chaos. All right, uh, the Bucks have created some chaos. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a minute as they play their first game without Adrian Griffin. They played 43 with them. 130 wasn't good enough. How did they do against the Cavs in the new era? We'll have that coming up next. Oh, Super Bowl picks? Mm, God, guys, I think the Niners win because I think that they know they escaped one. I think they know they escaped one, and I think they refocus. I do think the Lions can beat them. We had Aaron Jones. They've got two of those guys, Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. So I think they can run on them. But I'm I'm worried that the winning that the Super Bowl logo thing comes true. Ravens have been a Super Bowl pick. The Chiefs, though, we told the Chiefs they couldn't win on the road. Before they ever played a road game, we told them they could not win on the road. That was a mistake. Now they like winning on the road. Now they're addicted to winning on the road. I think that game's close. I wish that was the second game. Does I mean, no offense to the Lions or Niners, but the AFC is the heavyweight fight here. Not the Lions and Niners. So my official prediction, I would take the home teams. I would take the home teams. But the further we get into the week, the more shaky I get on both of those. All right, we'll talk some bucks into the Winklerverse. Continues. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, 
It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, a couple of things here as we resume. A shorter episode of the podcast, I believe. Um, But that's all right. Covering a lot of bases still. Hey, quality over quantity. Am I right? I could sing Scrub-A-Dub for 10 minutes to pad the episode. Actually, that would be quality and quantity, so that's probably a bad idea. Uh, Reese Hoskins joins with the Brewers. I think this is a guy who has not yet been an all-star, but is beloved in Philadelphia. He'll come and play first base for the Brewers, and they're ponying up for him, $17 million about per. I think there's an out after one year, but for now, uh, the Brewers have maybe the best first baseman that they've had in a while. Again, not an all-star but this is a guy who is like uh close, you know, maybe in the next tier. If you're a fantasy player, you like him. He hits a lot of home runs. So if you're a fantasy player and you pick him up, uh, you're very happy about him. That's why I think the other night when I found out the news, I was like, Whoa, the Brewers have Reese Hoskins. And some people may be like, What well, what's so great about him? Guy hits dingers, man. Thirty last year, twenty seven the year before, ten in the COVID year. I mean, you can expect probably, based on his averages, um, you know, outside of the COVID years, well, we'll combine those maybe as well. This guy's going to hit you 30 home runs, get you at least 80 RBI. Uh, Doesn't really steal bases. Hits about 246. I'm sorry, OBP is about 332. So this is a good hire. This is a good hire for the Brewers. And what it signals for the Brewers is that like they're going to try to not be terrible. We thought we were in rebuild mode here when we lost Craig Council. No, they're going to try to not be terrible. Um, Corbin Burns, are you going to trade Corbin Burns? Are you going to trade Willie Adamas? I think they're going to give it the old college try, at least for the first half of the season, and see what this team looks like. So I, I honestly am a little more perked up than I was a few days ago about Brewers baseball. I still love the Brewers. I'm having a hard time with baseball, with the playoff system, and how bullshit it is. But I still do love the uh, Brewers. Um, interesting, because he's always worn number 17. Jim Gantner wore 17. The Brewers have not issued 17. Josh Hader wanted to wear 17. They made him wear 71. That's how he got 71. So I don't I don't. I think. Somebody told me that. I just keep reporting it as fact. But... Um, that would be interesting to see if they give it to him or if they make him change. Cause the Brewers, like there's numbers they won't give up, but they won't retire them. Gantner's one. I think that's going to end up being what happens with Ryan Braun where they just don't give it out, but just retire the number. Then they got like a weird hall of fame thing. You're the Brewers. I mean, you're telling me, and I know Braun's getting on the walk of fame or whatever, but you're telling me if you're, if you're the Brewers, 
okay? And maybe wait until you suck. But there should be a Walk of Fame day for Braun. There should be a Hall of Wall of Honor day for Braun. There should be a Jersey Retirement Day for Braun. I know people are still kind of split on Braun, but there's enough of us that will pony up any money to go pay that man his just due for everything he did for the Brewers across multiple generations of teams. All right. Ryan Braun's number eight is as deserving of a retirement number as any Brewer, if you ask me. I know he made one guy's one guy had a bad winter because of him and I think everything got worked out there. I don't I don't think you never hear from that guy. We're always like, what about that FedEx guy? What about him? He's probably he's probably doing just fine. So big Brewers news. The Milwaukee Bucks, weird report on Tuesday night if CNN sports I, I still don't get the whole thing of that. Basically, CNN got the report that Doc Rivers is going to be the next coach, and then they were airing primary results, so they gave it to TNT. And then their reporter that was on TV that night, and that's very connected to the Bucks, Chris Haynes, was like, nope, uh, no report at this time. So they're contradicting themselves. More reports come out Wednesday that, yes, it's going to be Doc Rivers. And then, for whatever reason, Doc Rivers, who Tim Shea says is in Milwaukee, and we've got every reason to assume, like, he's somewhere in that building. Um, still is not the coach. They give it to Smokin' Joe Prunty, the interim ship, and he's going to lead the Bucks to a victory over the Cavs. John Horst, I want to address the dismissal. I appreciate the patience waiting to today. It's a difficult decision. We had an opportunity with a special group. The dynamic of the team changed. The team changed from when we hired him. We felt we had an opportunity to improve. We are going to continue to improve. We're not going to talk about Doc tonight. So a lot of times when there's a report about what happens and if this is you know official or not, a reporter will ask, can you confirm the reports on Doc Rivers? And the, the GM or whoever will say, there's nothing to confirm a report at this time. Uh, we, you know, we only talk about the people that we have under contract, but John horse willingly gave you the doc rivers information. Um, I am going to publish this episode or at least finalize it like towards the end of this bucks game here. So if anything else has happened, I, are we going to get like an overnight doc rivers is the coach kind of bullshit thing. We'll see. Um, but we all know doc rivers is going to be the next coach. At this point, he would have to, like, disappear and be an unsolved mystery, which all mysteries are unsolved. That's the reason they're called mysteries. I stole that joke, I believe, from a Facebook TikTok. Irvin, that's not right. But from, a, from a, you know what I mean, a real. <laughs> but that's what they are. They're Facebook TikToks. You know, on Facebook, there's, like, the TikToks. Mine's always, like, Burt Kreischer or Anthony Jeselnik or something. Um. All right. So the Bucks then they come out, beat the Cavs. There was a video that was posted before the game by the Bucks social media account of the Bucks like dancing in some line, like you would dance to celebrate uh the death of a king at a funeral. And I can't believe they posted it. The way that these guys are dancing around, it's the most joyous I've ever seen them. It's like they hated this man. 
the head coach. It's unbelievable. I'm shocked, first of all, that they did this. I mean, the dancing is crazy. But second of all, that then the Bucks Twitter account posted it. But the only reason that a lot of people are seeing this is the Bucks Twitter account posted it. And they posted it with the description, like just three laughing face emojis. So that I I mean, body language and all, but this seems like the Bucks did not like that man. And it seems like uh the Bucks social media team may have not liked that man. And I would like to say something as well. I would I would like to put an end to the uh, whole Adrian Griffin haters and those of us who are saying it's too early to, to call for a firing. Um, I still think after the first two weeks, it was still too early to call for a firing. And there are some reports now that as soon as game two, shit was going haywire. I just wish everybody like, you know, I, I just wish we as Bucks fans, and here's what I'll say. I wish that we as Bucks fans could have come to our own conclusion that oh, maybe this isn't working. But a few of you had to go out there and be the first one to say it after, you know, seven games. And now you can take your little victory laps. But you should have, like, you didn't let us have our due process for this man. You told us what to do. It's like, you know, when you're in high school and everybody's telling you there's a popular band. Well, let me experience the band. Let me listen to the band. Let me realize if I like the band. Don't don't you be pushing it down my throat. I want to know what I like. I want to make my own decisions and my own determinations. But everyone was so apt to tell us that he sucked. Do you like the spin? This is my spin now. That we can figure it out on our own. Because we would watch some of these games and, you know, Griffin looked like a deer in the headlights. Pun not intended. Uh, you could see some of the body language. Obviously, Giannis the other night drawn up a play or whatever the hell he was doing. Let it, let us come to our own conclusions. Instead, I was arguing on the side of common sense. I like I like to argue when it comes to sports. I like to argue on the side of common sense and rationality. Rationality. Scrub a dub. I like to side on that, and I'm just thinking, what are these people talking about? It is so early. But, no, it, it seems like they did not like this guy. It's kind of shades of Mark Jackson. You know, when Mark Jackson got fired with Golden State, there were a lot of people that were happy. There's a reason he's never coached again. He was kind of, a, you know, it was his way or the highway, and it didn't seem to work out for anybody. And so now it's going to be Doc Rivers, who I am, like, there's a lot of spin zone on Doc Rivers, too, like, this is the best Bucks team he's ever had, and now he's got closers. And I read a thread of all the series that he was in that he blew, and it was his guys were hurt, and beat or Harden or whoever. So I believe, I believe. But if I'm Doc Rivers and I'm watching the Bucks dance around, um, in like a, it was like a Congo line at a wedding, conga line makes more sense. It was like one of those lines. They're doing the cha 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 da 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 da. da. If you didn't see it, please see it. It's you watch it, and your first thought is, oh, my God. What? <laughs> they must have not liked this guy. Like, people are like, do you think Giannis signed off on this? Giannis wrote the damn letter, you guys. All right? Giannis wrote the whole Constitution to get this to happen. And my point from the other day remains, they need to win now. They need to win now. The pressure's on them. 
This is a change they wanted. The pressure is on them. They got to get it done. Bucks will have the Cavs again on Friday. So the Cavs got to figure out what to do in Milwaukee uh, tomorrow, Thursday. And then Bucks back at it on Saturday against the Pelicans, which uh, I will not be watching for it is the Royal Rumble. Okay? It is the Royal Rumble. Um, they really did build up Gunter last week. He could be a pick. Jey Uso could be a pick. Cody. CM Punk. Ooh, there's a lot to choose from. Drew McIntyre. I really love the build. I really love the build. They did a, they did a good job with the build. Very excited. I can't miss it. Uh, it's one of those things you got to watch live. Got to watch it live. All right. That is uh, this episode. Little Packers, Little Brewers, Little Bucks. What more could you ask? Hey, good job to the Badgers. Uh, they beat Minnesota and they're playing well. So there's some lip service. Also, Marquette uh, has a basketball team also. All right. Uh, thanks for coming into the Winklerverse. More another time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.